we watch vampire movies. So do you want to tell them um, what this is about? <laughs> what this is about? This is about, this is about it's or... about vampires is what it is. Okay, and what about vampires? We're, we're going to be, we're watching vampire movies now. That's what we do. And that's all that we do. That's, I mean, we'll, we'll do other things eventually, but for right now, But there are so many. Works. Do you think we'll actually get through all of them? No, we won't, but that's so fine. So I, I started a list and of how many were on that list? At least 50. At least 50. And, I, and there was a, I, I was, I was going to turn it into a Google Doc just so we can... But you're the vampire some, expert. Right. I guess. Between so the two so of us, I guess. Expert? You're the vampire expert. I guess you could say Would you that, stand yeah. up in a bar and be like, I'm a vampire? Yeah, sure. Yeah, if, if like, somebody needs that. Would you know more about vampires or werewolves? I know I know a lot about both. Uh, there's more to know, I think, about vampires than werewolves, honestly. Just because werewolves are... Uh, there's... Uh, there's... I don't know. Maybe less lore to them than vampires, just because vampires... They kind of come in so many different forms, and a lot more has been written about them. There's been a lot more movies yeah. of vampires. Well, okay, so introduce yourself. I'm Dan. Say, you're Dan, and, and what's your relationship to vampires? What is your purpose here? The purpose here is I, is, <laughs> is I wanted to watch vampire movies with my friend Annie, can who you, is you. But can you remember the first vampire movie you watched? Like, first, can you remember, like, the first vampire movie that sticks out in your head? Uh, I think the first, I mean... Are we talking strictly vampires, or are you talking just has a vampire in it? I don't know. Does that count as a vampire movie if it has a vampire in it? I don't know, because, I mean, like, an early movie that I could think of with a vampire... with van- Here's the thing. The first vampire movie I can remember watching as a kid mm-hmm. um, uh, is, surprisingly, Lost Boys. Yes, Queen. And that's because my sisters Rest watched it. R.I.P. Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. I wish people would remember him for that movie and not try to, like, force a square peg into a round hole about his Batman movies, because they're not good. I mean, no, they're not good, but Lost Boys is, like, Lost a Boys pinnacle of the 80s, of the vampire genre. It's, fu- it's fun. It's it's, it's it's silly. It's dark. It's It's got great characters. It's sexy. It, you know, yeah, it's got it's got everything a good vampire movie needs and more. It's got it's got greased up it's got, it's got greased up sax man. And dude, didn't he come to Austin? He actually came to Austin, yeah. like two years ago. We're in Austin, or I guess. We live in Austin. And this so is Annie. You Annie, introduce us. yourself. What's your purpose here? My name is Annie, and um, I could. I couldn't get the vam- like the coveted vampire boyfriend I wanted as a teenager, so now I live vicariously through, like, you know, drooling over Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell, apparently. <laughs> like At least the, tonight. Like, the, the douchebag, like, the ultimate, I would say he was, he's pretty ultimate, like, douchebag vampire. He's a douchebag vampire, for sure, in this I mean, in he's the, sexy, but he's a douchebag. I mean, you know... My mileage varies on sexiness, I guess. You uh, wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I you wouldn't, wouldn't. You wouldn't nail him. No. What? Absolutely not. What? Dan. No. Dan. No. I don't think that's right. I'm not into him. Oh uh, so yeah, we're watching vampire movies, and uh, what should we call it? Should, should, we, should we call it? We watch vampire movies. Or I mean, I want it to be. I wanted it. I vamping. You know, Oh no! Like there's the Lady Gaga like um so there's the there's the Lady Gaga song just vamps, or um gonna be okay 
Or they're the David Bowie. Just vamps. Or <laughs> just vamps. Okay. Just vamps. But or, like you're. Or... But, uh, so that. But that's naming the thing as in like that's the only thing we could do once we name it vampires. Yeah, only vampires. I mean, we'll never run out of them. We'll never run out of vampires. Ever. Ever. Because we'll, there's just, there's shows, there's movies. There's so many. There's so many. And um. We I decided. Okay, I think I brought this idea up first, and this was like several months ago. This was like six months ago. This was, yes. I'm gonna sneeze. I can feel it coming. I can feel it. I can feel it. I'm gonna sneeze on your bed. You do it. Oh, God. I can feel it. Don't do that. I can actually feel it. No, wait. No, it's coming. It's there. Okay, keep talking. Okay, anyhow. I can't keep talking if so, you're gonna sneeze. No, like six months ago, it was. It was, like, Halloween time, and that was the last time we did a podcast. Oh, my God, it's coming. Like, that was the last time we did a podcast. We saw, like, um, we saw the Franken, this Frankenstein play that was being done at the Butterfly Bar. Which you already listened to, I'm which sure. Which we already listened to, which was the last episode that we did. Yeah. And I think part of it was, it's coming. Okay. Oh, my God. I know. It's, like, the suspense. It's coming. I'm it's getting, like, it's I'm like getting sitting, blue balls from your lack of it's sneeze. Like, it's Come like, on. It's, like, sitting on the edge of my nose. I can feel it. Okay. You got it. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to... you have a napkin? He reaches into his... Oh, my God. You have napkins in your closet? I do, because I don't believe in... On a bar throw, stool? I don't believe in throwing okay, away listen to this, paper listen to products. This. Good. Yeah. Wait, Congratulations. There's another one. It's a girl. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Weird. Congratulations. Okay. So, and then I thought... I brought this idea up to you several months ago, and we were like, just vampire movies just vampire movies we'll never run out of them and especially since the pandemic started i thought and i've been listening to a whole lot more podcasts Mm -hmm. since all this started because i sit down on my carpet and i listen to really upsetting murder podcasts (laughs) and on my knees on my carpet and rap shit that i sell on etsy and i was like well you know um, I happen to know a vampire expert. Wouldn't that be interesting if we watched all the vampire movies and then we discussed? And especially since he's such an immense hater of most things. Oh, God. It would be... That's my title? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> it would be incredibly interesting Ugh. to analyze with, you know, with his lore and my uh, sexual uh, bubbliness right <laughs> right yes. my, my sexual affinity for 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 all things vamp right yeah and for, for i thought soccer. what what the hell like that's a great contrast and we should like do that well that's what and, we're doing and that's what we're doing yeah and let's see how i mean i'm really bad at doing things for long periods of time so maybe we could i mean if we make this a regular thing Maybe we can do all 50 fucking movies then. I mean, that's a good start. Even the really bad gay ones. I know you want to do those ones the yeah. most. 
I do. I really do. And I'm going. I'm there for just for the vampire lore that is used, which I'm sure is going to be <laughs> spare. Expert, and I'm the reference expert. Hello. Uh huh. And um, why don't why don't you introduce the first movie that? Well, the first. Well, it's that funny that you today. call me a, a hater of things. And because this one because, you don't hate. Because I love this movie. Both of them. I, I, I like both of these movies. Yeah, I yeah. I think uh I think the I love the first one I have since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this came out in eighty five. Did you see it right when it came? No, of course not. You were a baby. I wasn't born yet. You were no wait. You were eighty seven, right? Yeah, I wasn't born yet. So when we watched Fright Night, we watched. We didn't name the movie. It's Fright Night. We watched Fright Night. Night. We watched Fright Night nineteen eighty five and Fright Night. One after the fucking. That's right. Right. So there's a little bit of a repetition. We have been sitting in four hours of vampire. I mean, about that much, maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I I was a kid when I saw it. It was one of those movies that came on TV. Um, I remember the reason that I stopped that I stopped channel surfing and watched it was because it had Prince Humperdinck in it, and I was like, I know that guy. I can't get over Chris Sarandon plays a vampire. I, He's I, like, great. Chris, yeah, I can't get over. And I was the one we were sitting on the couch. I was like, Is that Prince Humperdinck? Because I had never seen the original Fright Night. Right. We just saw it, and I had never seen it before. I'd only seen the remake. And the remake came out when I was in high school, and even then I hadn't seen it until when I was in college, maybe. I I must have saw it, seen it three, four years ago when I was alone, depressed in my room, and that's all I did. And you wanted vampires. And I wanted vampires, which is like a regular activity, a regular um, desire. Mm-hmm. When, when you're, um, you know, when you're Annie. And um, I was so struck by how fucking scary. <laughs> like, I like that you like, see that. I think the the cuz I watched the um the remake last night cuz I knew cuz we had discussed, oh, we we should do Fright Night. And I was like, well, I've never seen the original and I just went ahead and brushed up and watched the remake last night and then we ended up doing it back to back. Today, yeah. And um I had never seen the original and I I mean it it was like really intense like it's proper horror like it was proper 1980s horror with all these like prosthetics and makeup and blowing shit up and it's not like really fast where i feel like all of like the remake like all the action like it has a lot of action but it's all really fast and it's a lot it's all cgi right so it's a different experience and apart you know apart from other things where i i really liked that not they're two completely different movies Pretty that are sure. both enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I think they are. Um, and also, like, we, you know, my my boyfriend, David Tennant, I'll just watch anything with him in it. Of course which, you will. Which is why, and my ex-husband, um, Anton Yelkin, R.I.P. Mm. Oh, of course, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both good, and I think part of it is just because it's a strong, it, the story works in both of them because it's the same exact story which is uh, a kid in high school uh, realizes that his next door neighbor is a vampire and uh, I mean that's already like alright there's stuff you can do with that but I think yeah the the fact that the two movies definitely take a different route with almost everything almost everything like the it stays pretty true at like to the original in terms of like the landmark things that we recognize in the original is like being in the club and you know 
um, Ed. Ed. You know, Ed's death. I mean, even though, like, it's, they're, they're two different. different. They're very different. But, like, in the original, it's really terrible. Like, Ed's death is It's really emotional. So, I guess to just break. And painful and graphic. Right. So, just to break down, I guess, the roughness of what happens in each movie is, yeah, it's, we have, uh, Charlie Brewster, Mm -hmm. um, and his girlfriend, Annie, uh, Amy. Amy. Wow. I mean, yeah, I You're, would be. You would be. Yeah. Um, and. And her terrible outfits. And her terrible outfits, at least in the original and one. His his lesbian girlfriend. Of course she is. Um, <laughs> and uh, his best friend Eddie, and like they all get wrapped up in this, uh, in their friend Charlie seemingly to be, being crazy because they don't believe him when he says that like I saw, him like kill this woman or this woman that was turned up dead i saw her go into his house Mm -hmm. and all this stuff um and what i like is that he acts really erratic and it's completely understandable for them to be like um listen friend we we care about you but you're crazy yeah and like the whole i mean easily the first half of the film of fright night is it in the original fright night is that they're trying to, they're, all of his friends are going through all this to convince him, like, dude, like, this is all in your head. It's all in your head. Um, like, Jerry's just this nice guy, you're harassing him. And what's, what what I really like about Jerry in the first one is that, um, he is super trying to be low-key. He's He's trying to be low-key. Yeah, he's, he's being really friendly and nice, and, like, even charismatically nice Mm -hmm. to his mom, to the the people that come by and visit, like, all those people. He's being predatorial, like, in a social way. Right, yeah, like, the only time when he, like, seems to be asserting dominance in front of other people, he he plays it off as, like, I'm being playful. Mm -hmm. And I think that works. I think that makes sense because if he's just, if he's moving into a house, he wants to stay there. And he's he's setting it up, and so he doesn't want to cause a big scene. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that the kid next door recognizes he's a vampire is like fuck all right i gotta scare this kid into silence or i need to get rid of him and i would much rather not well it it also kind of becomes i I think in both the original and the remake is that it kind of becomes this game for the vampire where it's like it's like oh i have something to you know something that's recognized me something that i get to chase right yeah yeah Um, it's it's yeah and i think something that i really like about uh, the original is, uh, I like the interplay between the characters. I, I really, I really like, um, the inclusion of the vampire's familiar. His, 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 his living, uh, his boyfriend. So, okay. So let's just, let's just talk about that. No, let's just talk about that. So one of the things that has been said about many vampire stories, mm-hmm. uh, many vampire films mm-hmm. and such, mm-hmm. um, and, and definitely about Fright Night is this, this kind of... Have you looked it's, into the, properly looked into the queer theory Yeah, is that, Fright yeah, Night? Yeah, it's just, is that there's, there's a, as an allegorical connection between, um, being a vampire and essentially being gay or being queer or being, right, being, right. being non-heteronormative, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of channels or there's there's a lot of different things happening in the movie like um the vampire has a live-in you know carpenter 
you know, right. so which is, you know, it's like, okay, two two single men living together in the same house. And it's even acknowledged at one point in the film, like, with, like, the mom is, like, with my luck, he's gay. Yeah, yeah. I assume he's gay, yeah, exactly. And then, but then there's even other moments, like, when the moment when Jerry um, t- turns Eddie. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's even some hints in that language that Eddie is gay. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying like you know the kid they'll stop picking on you they, just because you're like, different. I understand. I understand what it's like yeah. being different. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's like a lot being of different in which way. That, right, yeah. exactly, which is not said. And then like, um, and even our you know our, our our friend Amber was was making the observation that oh if you would only would have stopped staring at the man across the street and had sex with his girlfriend it would have he would have avoided all this trouble. That's right. And so. There's there's all these things that can, that can cue cue into that, but I there's a big but I have and this there's is not, a huge ass there's a huge ass and it's not just the ass of Chris Saran and it gets <laughs> gets gets honked so on by like, Amy. There's just so much groping but, of the Humperdinck ass. But here's the thing, and this this will go f- for many many times when we watch movies and this and this kind of allegorical you know thing comes up. I'm probably going to say the same thing every time, which is I'm hesitant to make that connection just because it, if you say being a vampire is like being gay, then you're associating being gay with all the other ghoulish yeah, behavior, with, with such the as murder and with, the... with, with like, oh, it's, it's being ghoulish. It's being murderous. It's being predatory. Yes. It's being, exactly. it's being not only unwanted by other people but rightfully and it's unwanted. almost like and in so many ways uh vampirism is like uh it's like a disease you know it's like, like a disease, that disease which is which is another re- which is another reason why there's other times when other movies will make a connection that it's like some sort of yeah it's like a like more like a disease like or, or aids yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that but then it's like but then you're telling the people with aids are these ghoulish monsters mm-hmm. and it's and it ties all stuff so that's why i i don't usually like reading it that way just because it's like I don't want to because then how do you take apart that allegory when it's like oh no it's like he's a persecuted like like a homosexual man would be persecuted right. and it's like yeah. um yeah but it's not like if you're when you're homosexual you don't automatically all right but then I'm also going to kill people right you know and That's also and also an important difference that I would point out with any of these movies mm. you know now and to come is um the one concept that's essential to being a vampire is you are turned right you're not born that way right and i that's where i've that's where it really falls down to me is like yeah but he wasn't born that way he was turned exactly and so and that's not how Whereas being homosexual people born. are born yeah and not and not made, know, made or, 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 or know, make a choice or victims and, and there is you know it's like not like molestation right and and you know. just to, to throw in that it, it, there is seems to be some 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 coding in there but not in a to me not necessarily not intended in a negative way because one of the things that and it's a, I think it's a really great line that Jerry gives to Charlie when he's first threatening him, saying, like, you need to forget that I'm a vampire, and then I'll leave you and your family alone. And he says, I'll give you what I never had, which is a choice. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, like, and I think that's interesting, but it's also, but, like, again, I'm putting out the, the gay reading of it right now, 
just so we can put it aside because I feel like it's too problematic. It's like... I totally get it, but, like, I also feel like in some of the... I mean, there's certainly... It's definitely implied, like, especially, like, throughout the, um, in the original, for sure. Mm-hmm. Not in the, um, not in the remake. Not in the remake. I didn't get the re- any The remake has, has, has a kind of, has a broy feeling to it. And the one moment like of... Like, the toxic masculinity, they but, really... Well, right. Yeah. And the, but the, and the one moment that you could even call, like, homoerotic in any way is... It's like a joke. It, it, it's it's it, they make a no homo joke. Yeah, you know, it, which you know is like, oh, that's cool, guys. That Thanks. was so super high school. It's yeah, yeah. it's yeah, but um, when it comes to like the vampire stuff, mm-hmm. which is what I'm the expert at. That's right. Um, what I really like about both of them are they they do something interesting with the vampire. In in the first one, it is very much like the folkloric vampire which is you know it's repelled by holy things mm-hmm. uh is a shapeshifter as we pointed out like we receive so much more information about the vampire mm-hmm. in the original fright night whereas in the remake it's like um you know they really alter all of that you know for the probably for the sake of the story that they'd written or um it's all just kind of uh it's nothing new to us like mm-hmm. everything that you assume that one... first comes to mind about a vampire that just applies right yeah it's so like both both of them it's like you know they, you know, they drink blood you know they both of them have some element of like physical physical transformation although in the original one it's like he could they can physically turn into like a werewolf or not a werewolf, but like they can turn into a wolf, a wolf into a, and bat. a bat. Um, I would say when like he's chasing, when yeah, bit. when he's yeah. changed, when he's chasing, uh, you know, they do the mirror stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they were repelled by crosses and they are destroyed by sunlight. Mm-hmm. So like very classic stuff. Um, and in the second, in the the sequel, not the sequel, but the remake. Um, it's all that standard stuff, except very specifically not able to transform yes, into bats or anything. there's this, like, really quick shot. Of a um, list. Of a list that is, you know, in, you know, um, Charlie's handwriting, like, can absolutely not, like, it's, like, underlined, like, cannot shapeshift. Right, yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think the, the thing they were trying to get into is that this is a more, like, intense... Uh, maybe they're trying to make it more like it's a real living creature, you know, and that's what's going on there. Although it doesn't exactly work just because it, like at the end when all the vampires are like being cured by his death, like there's some sort of ghostly thing that pops out of them. It's almost like he was possessing them. Yeah. Like the soul or the soul, whatever. Yeah. Or like whatever. Yeah. The, yeah. So, it, so it's not exactly completely um biological it's still there's still a supernatural element yeah, for sure. and one thing i will note is uh early in the movie um eddie uh, uh evil eddie makes a, a comment that you know it's not they're not they're not vampires from twilight it's the shark from jaws i also think I, in terms of the time in which this film came out it's 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 a it's a distinct lot, rebut yeah, lot, of lots of twilight. young people associated vampires with twilight right. you know which was this was that was the target audience 
and they had to be really clear with like this is not fucking twilight this is not twilight yeah and in fact it's with its broy atmosphere it's yeah, like yeah. it's even lo- there's even a character who's like i can't believe you make you'd say i'd read twilight so it's Dude, yeah. so it's like it's definitely you know calling that out as like that's yeah. that's not that's not accurate or that's mm-hmm. not true vampire shit and it's mm-hmm. like you know it's not but then again, it's a. How it, dare it's a, no, but it's you? A, I, I was gonna. You didn't let me finish. I was yeah. gonna say it's a creature that has been interpreted so many different ways that yeah, it's a version of vampires right. too. You know, it's just got different rules. 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 The rules of vampires. Rules. So one of the things that we're gonna see a lot, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, and we saw it. We saw it in both of these say movies. Guarantee you. you. Although it's unclear whether it's whether it's the case in the second one. Or the the second one we watched, but how do you turn into a vampire? Um, well, it's I've seen it in different ways, right? Right. Like, how is it, how is it done in this movie? Drain you like almost to the point of death, and then they f- give you their own blood. Is that? But here's the thing. Or they'll just bite you, and right, you know that's it. So what seems to be the case in both of these movies is they're going with the second route that you just mentioned which is they don't it's not about you drinking their blood it's about that you you just been bitten with them. if you've yeah. been bitten and even drain and you know and they drink your blood but they don't kill you mm-hmm. you become a vampire it's like mm-hmm. you know uh, a zombie could just bite you and make you a zombie or it right. could eat you alive and then you're dead their teeth you know? have been on you so you're right you know, you know yeah. it's it's that but the thing is is that honestly has to come from some from be written by people who have only seen vampire movies mm-hmm. and not read anything because very specifically Bram Stoker's novel Dracula it, you you have to the you have, you drink the vampire's blood it, yeah that's that's the thing that it's like an exchange right? of fluids right exactly right. yeah and that's makes it very sexual also right exactly yeah. and so but that's so that's like a very classic traditional. Um, or not, not, I don't even say that. That's like that's the Dracula version of it because the traditional way of being a vampire is you just for some reason don't die. Mm-hmm. Like you're you, like you, this you, you or you or you come back from the dead, and that's the thing. Yeah. Well, isn't that like the whole thing? Is that originally vampires are basically corpses that just won't die? Right. Yeah. Like and, they come yeah. back at like they they walk at night and they feast. On blood. Like, yeah, on blood. And that all that specifically comes from actually the the decay process mm-hmm. because people would uncover corpses and they would see their hair is still growing, their nails are getting longer, um, the the capillaries in their mouth have burst and so they have blood coming from their mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, they may even look swollen, their like they're full, like like they're like they're exactly they're they're they become look more swollen, mm-hmm. like they're full of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these are real things that bodies do when they decay, but when you, when you don't know any better, yeah, you look at right. that and you're like, oh my God. And even... Out in the boonies in Germany in 1554. Right. And so, and even when they would, um, stake them, mm-hmm. they would release air and they would go, ah. And so they would, course, yeah. they would groan when they, when they stake them. So it's, it's something that like, okay, I can understand why they believe that. And so, yeah, a lot of the folklore about how you become a vampire um, grew out of more stories rather than folklore. Like mm-hmm. so, like fictional stories written 
Uh, one of the earliest one being Carmilla the Vampire, who is a female vampire. Sounds sexy. Oh, she. Oh, we're gonna get into some adaptation oh, of Carmilla. Oh, Carmilla is a great story. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, becoming a vampire is is a result of contact with right. a vampire, and so. Um, but with this, with these movies. It's pretty standard. Vampire bites you. You become a vampire. Although at one point in the movie, uh, the second one, um, Colin Farrell, like opens up a vein on his chest or something, well, and she drinks. But I think it's. I think it was just like to show that like oh she's hungry for blood and it's just to rub it in Charlie's face. I think it was totally like a. It was like a I fucked your girlfriend kind of right, movie. yeah. Although in the although in the original in the original movie, it seems oh it seems yeah, very like, clear that he actually fucked his girlfriend. It's I mean this is even like before they properly fuck on the mat like in front of the fire or whatever where he like put like she like go almost goes down on him in the middle of a dance club in the middle of a dance club he's like going to like finger her like they're groping ass so yeah this so we've already come out hot out of the gate with combining vampirism with sexuality mm-hmm. there's always there's always going to be a mm-hmm. sexual component and you're right it's because of this i feel like the exchange of fluids the yeah. intimacy of it and even the like you know like oh this, like the embrace and the yeah there's the... yeah there's an embrace usually yeah 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 um so some a question i have for you actually yeah so uh peter vincent in the first one yeah did you get what he was or who he was who he, who he was kind of supposed to be uh well the name Vincent right is am I thinking Vincent Price? No, well yeah so his name is a is a is a uh connect uh a, like a almost like a portmanteau of Vincent Price uh-huh. um and Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing mm-hmm. played Van Helsing in the Hammer version of the Dracula films, and he also played uh dr frankenstein in their this horror is exactly films. why I hired this is right yeah so cushing cushing is was in a lot of horror movies peter cushing and vincent price as well so they did peter vincent but mm-hmm. did you get who like what what his his deal was what fright well, night was well fright night was like his show right like originally it was like his like his show or like Welcome to Fright Night. Like do you know like like uh he, well he's a horror host like Elvira. Right. So did you ever see like did you ever watch it like a thing where Elvira she she was basically I know who she is. I've never seen like seen her show. So okay, so she, what basically what what a horror host did is like it was like a late night thing. It's like creep show or something where like they got the little skeleton guy talking like talking about the like well like well this is the this is this is the Twilight Zone. This is it's it's he, they would introduce a movie and it was usually because like this TV station would have rights to a bunch of cheap horror movies or whatever and so they would just have like a horror host and he would come out of a coffin they would be like you know they would introduce the movie and then. In between the commercial breaks, they would, you know, show back up and say something about the movie. And so it was just, it was a way of of making kind of like a presentation of it. So, like, they were, like, the MC of, like, you know, a couple of horror movies. And so, like, that was the thing, I'm just saying. That yeah, was the thing. Like the 70s, 80s? No, no, it's, it's, like it was a thing since back in the 50s. Jesus. Um, like, uh, uh, Vampyra. Yeah, uh, she she was origin. She was one of the uh, early ones that she was actually out in L.A. and she actually um, got to know Ed Edward Junior. and she was in Plan Nine from Outer Space. Um, 
but so she so yeah like th- it's it's been a thing for a long time there's even a guy who still does it called Sven Guli who he's I think he's from like Minnesota or something from the Twin Minnesota. City Minnesota Sven Sven Guli um but then there's also people like Joe Bob Briggs who he was in a way like a horror host but he would do a lot of like reviews or commentary on the movies that he would Joe do Bob. Joe Bob like Briggs it's great um but anyway that's what he's supposed to be but he's also it's basically like if like uh, um like a famous horror actor after many years of being in movies was now like relegated to I'm, i host fright night which is basically just like this we we it's just like we show like horror movies past midnight and so that's that's what that was so it would be like um like adam west or something introducing like superhero movies yeah so like okay um like and okay even though it's it's much higher profile say sir anthony hopkins uh he was van helsing in the coppola dracula right right so so imagine that he down on his luck starts like being like this horror host and people recognize him as like, like oh, oh he's he's been in a bunch of vampire movies it's like bait kind of face bait like what yeah like yeah. like oh like you know this guy or he, he's in a bunch of things but like it's like it's like so like uh celebrities in car commercials right not ex- it's 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 like um it's like if Arnold Schwarzenegger hosted like action movies. It's like, right. oh, you've seen him in a million action movies, right. and so like, it, 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 it. So think about like if in a similar movie, if like a kid finds out that terrorists live next door, I'm gonna call the 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 action movie host Arnold Schwarzenegger because he does action stuff. He can help me fight the terrorists because he's done it a million times in the movies, you know, or Chuck Norris or something like that. So that's he's that's, qualified, yeah. Right, because he's just but he's just an act. Like, so that's that's the 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 idea behind Peter Vincent in the original is that like it's a he's, facade. Yeah. He's he's just been in he's been, he's killed vampires in in, in movies, a bunch of movies. And I guess it doesn't. I mean, I guess that just to show you how he re- Charlie is really just a kid. He's yeah. He's just yeah. yeah. He's a teenager. Is that he's like wait a minute? And but even there's a specific point where Peter Vincent's like. Um, I, uh, you know, I, you know, on the show, he's like, I, you know, some people don't believe in vampires, but I do, it's be, you know, and basically adding to this His idea, big, uh, you know. adding to the idea that like, he's a genuine believer in such mm-hmm. things. And so, and I think because of Charlie's so desperate, he's like, oh my God, I've seen him kill vampires hundreds of times mm-hmm. in his movies. I'm going to get him to help me because he he would believe me because like I just need someone he, he to needs believe somebody me. believe me mm-hmm. and it's and it's somebody he cares about because even while his girlfriend's over and they're making out he has his he has yeah, fright he night has on fright night because he's he, he loves he loves it so I mean sorry if you're about to bang and he's got fright night on dump him all right yeah <laughs> but yeah so I I was just curious if if that connection made sense to you uh I mean Certainly, like, with the name Vincent, because I know who Vincent Price was, but also another thing was, we had already said that, like, how the two Fright Nights are so different that they're they're special in their own ways and we can appreciate them separately. Right. But, like, um, God, like, in in terms of, like, how they are different, like, they honor a lot of, like, the, like, the, the second one really, 
honors a lot of, like, all the essential things that we're familiar with for, like, for the people who do know the 80s film, like, all those things come back, like, being in the club, or, um, what was it, being in the club, the um, apples, the apples, the vampire hands, yeah, the, um, I, I personally, like, the mouth of teeth, the mouth of teeth, um, even though, and the experience is completely different. It was supposed to be a 3D film, right? Right. It's supposed to be a 3D film. That's why Amber was saying that's why it's so fucking dark. It's really dark. Like, visually, it's it, dark. It's, it's hard, hard to, see to see a lot of scenes, yeah. Um, And I also think that even though... It's also really desaturated. It, yeah. Like, the two... Like, the more recent remake... I would say... The original, I said, is scarier. Like, not just in terms of, like, uh, its content and how it really, uh, it really indulges so much, like, the original is so much more visually indulgent. Yes, yes. Than the second, where, uh, and I was, I was like, I remember I told, and I said this at the very beginning, was like, damn, like, damn, that was fucking scary. <laughs> like, it's really scary. Ed, um, like. Ed is a scary vampire. Ed is fucking scary. Even, especially when he gets the cross gets burned the cross in his head. When he gets the cross burned in his head. And his eyes, and his, and his horrible teeth. The, the two of them. The two Eds in the film are very, very different, but they're both very lovable. I, I, I gotta say, uh, just personally, mm-hmm. I have, I felt absolutely nothing for the new Ed, and I, and that was the case when I first saw it, and that's because, both, okay, one... Well, he doesn't get that slow, terrible, like, it's an agonizing death. Well, it's not even, not even the death, just talking about the presentation... And also, who kills him? Right. right? Mm-hmm. The presentation, but here's the thing, the presentation of each of them, mm-hmm. to me... Like, I see, we see, I feel like we see more of the actual friendship in the original one. Because in the, the, one of the key points of difference is in the well, second, the second is one. The second one, like, he, he, he goes they, so they are Well, no, yeah. but they're also, the, at the start of the movie, they are people who used to be friends, but because one got popular, he cut off the other one, which is a very high school thing. And I think, okay, that's it's interesting. It's mas- like a toxic masculinity it's, thing. And that's messed yeah. up. But here's the thing is... Um, and I don't know where to point the, like, finger at, but, um, is it Christopher Mintzplatz? Is that what his name is? Whatever. New, new Ed. New Ed. Um, he, I can understand why he, he's, like, frustrated and angry with, um, with everybody because they're picking on him, but he doesn't, I don't feel pity, I don't, like, he's hard to be pitiable because he is just acting like an asshole mm-hmm. like he is he's very aggressive um he's he's constantly trying to blackmail charlie and, and like oh i'm gonna embarrass you in front of your friends and it's like okay i get that you're pissed off that he's abandoned you you know and, and that you're trying to get him to, to listen to you but like you're not even talking like you were friends mm-hmm. and, and and again again i get why he's angry but it doesn't make me like him 
But also, I don't particularly find Charlie that interesting in the second one, just because no, really he doesn't not. have a person. He doesn't have a personality. He's just he's, like he's rather one dimensional. He's one dimensional, and the thing is, Anton Yelchin is a great actor. Oh, he was he's, wonderful. He's very, yeah. he's very charming, but like he and doesn't, he doesn't have an anything. Actor, even like in several of these shots, you can see like where he's like misty eyed, like sitting at his mom's bedside, like he's on the verge of like tears. Like he, he's trying, he's trying, like, he's trying to pull more out of it than try- they've given him. Yeah. And but in Which any I case, mean, kudos to him. But right. for in terms of the role, it's not. There's yeah. not much for him to do. So, but then and and then yeah, Ed gets converted super fast, and it's also one of those things where it's like, I don't even. Th- I don't even think that Jerry does a good job of selling him on it. And and not. I'm not trying to knock, uh, Christopher Vince Plotz, but I don't like. I I didn't buy his like hopelessness and helplessness in that moment and then when he shows up again he's like he's even more of a douchebag than he was before mm-hmm. um he's like, just evil shit and he, I'm like, mm-hmm. he's not he's not he's and and when he dies it's one of those things where like yeah kill him like like look, well, he's, he's all fucked up it, but just go ahead and i mean of course he's like it's okay charlie it's okay and it, but it's over like that. It's over really fast, and if it's it's more hard for Charlie's character, you know, to have like because that's about him realizing that I fucked over my friend, and because of me, this happened. That's that. Here's the thing. That's that that that's definitely something you read into that. That's scene. That's what I'm reading into. Because the scene itself is not. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no like heartfelt dialogue mean, between even, the two. You're of right because even Amy is like fucking do it. Fucking do it, yeah. And it's one of those things where it's not hard for her. She's it's like, not for, it's do not it. hard for her. And honestly, his hesitation is one of those things where it's like, okay, he's been actively trying to kill you for, for the, the last ba- fifteen minutes. for the last fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and he's not going to let up. There's mm-hmm. no reason for you to hesitate. It's <laughs> uncomfortable to I do know. it. Um, but He's like, so if, you're, if you're going to, yeah, and so, and it's over really quick. Which, it, but on by contrast, the uh, the death of Ed in the first movie is horrific and sad because oh he. Oh my god! He, so, it, well, I mean, it goes on. Peter, so Peter, it's graphic. So Peter Vincent is. And we loved him in the beginning. Oh, we loved. Oh yeah, because so like, so let's talk about Ed. Of the let's talk about yeah. Ed. So Ed is is. One of the strange, he's a, it's a strange performance. I just but it's love magnetic. This kid. He's, it's magnetic because he just has this this like crazy delivery for I'd say every fucking every line. line. And and but it's also right. And it's fucked and up it's teeth. Silly. He's got like, fucked up teeth. But like I just I love him in that movie. And, and you I'm, can tell like he's like a teenager where like he looks. You know, like he's turning into like a young man, but his voice hasn't quite changed. Oh my god, yet. And he's, and got, like, he's, he's got he's got this like, squealy voice yeah. that's just great. Um, you're so cool, Brewster. You're so cool, Brewster. Here's the thing. In that lot, see, here's the thing that shows you. Okay, that's a great line to point out the difference between the the, ex, the, the tone oh, of the two films. Absolutely. His absolutely. his his line. You're so cool, Brewster. In the first one, you're so cool. It's him making fun of his of his friend when like he just got a burger. Them, right? it's, yeah, it's a it's a playful thing, and like they're 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 pals, but they're also like ribbing each other, mm-hmm. and it's in it, whereas. So they, there's there's, there's still yeah. a liking between each other. Whereas when he says it in the new one, he's 
he is You're so fucking cool, Brewster. Yeah, he's throwing it in his face. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure that's intentional. They were right, trying to right. show a difference. But so Ed is is really compelling, really charismatic. You you like him. He's he's Everyone silly, he's Vincent goofy. Yeah. Um he's, and they're like you can see like all like that they're close together like as a group of people, even like as a as a little gang. Yeah. Like the three of them. Like Amy and uh, Ed are like always standing real close together or like clinging to they're, each other. They're palling with each like, other. Yeah. yeah. So like it's it's clear that and yeah and 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 then there, but there's also there's like a little bit of reservation or a little bit of sadness in Ed because there's because you know his nickname is Evil Ed and at one point even like, he he tells Charlie don't call me evil and I think it's because it's probably something that other does people evil that's unintentionally that's, yeah that's sad. it's tragic yes but like so. Um, Peter Vincent, who has come to the rescue, but in an instantly chickens out, mm. and 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 runs aw- runs away. He runs back into into Charlie's house, but then he's like, "Oh no, you know his you know his mom," and he tries to help his mom, but then Which Ed's I there. I love the mom in the remake because she's not like a ditz. Like, yeah, she's yeah. not like useless and stupid, and she even says like at one point in the film, she's like, "I'm not." You know, I'm not just some stupid mom. Or I'm not. Something. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not just some 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 useless, crazy woman, yeah, useless woman useless or whatever. Woman. But um, I like. But so Ed's there waiting for him, and he attacks Peter Vincent by turning into a wolf, which is another one mm-hmm. of the like vampire thing. But Peter Vincent, rather not not like actively, but just like just trying to protect himself, grabs a piece of wood, and he ends up staking Ed. Um, as the as he like falls over this railing mm. and then it's this you know i want to say like two or three minute long scene where he is slowly transitioning back from a wolf into a person and there's so many in between stages where he looks pathetic in pain it's really incredible yeah it and, really is it yeah. stands up to this day where like it's it's so disturbing and and the thing is is as peter vincent's watching this kid dying he's in crying. front of him he's crying and it's rightfully so because it is tragic seeing this kid who who's a good kid who's, who's not yeah he's who, a good who kid. is your favorite character from the beginning of this movie right and yeah. and he and he is getting and he, he the thing is and he's like crying and morphing and like, and, yeah. the, and even ed's crying because he's realizing he's dying mm-hmm. you know and and reaching for him and, yeah. yeah it's yeah it's really tragic and that's to me like a big difference in the films and i also like, oh huge yeah it'd be huge. huge uh i guess and then i want to talk about our, and our the, the two peter vincents are so different two peter oh my god okay so so different so let's talk so we, we talked about the the horror host slash like mm-hmm. you know vampire film actor peter vincent in the original one played by roddy mcdowell mm-hmm. uh, who is an actor i've always always loved love, love, love. love, love yeah. his voice um and his presence he's great um but in the in the sequel not sequel i keep saying that the remake Mm -hmm. we have david tennant Mm -hmm. who's playing a chris angel knockoff he's like a chris angel i think that was their way of modernizing it was like i don't think it works i mean it doesn't i mean it doesn't (laughs) i mean it really does i mean it's convenient and i get their angle um especially for like the setting you know, because they're like, oh, they're in Vegas. Let's make them like this, you know, this crackpot, 
um, you know, Chris, like, just like you said, like, Chris Angel, magician guy, and David Tennant is really good at playing those kind of, um... Like, abrasive... Like, enigmatic... Yeah. Um, you know, slouching awkwardly in his chair, snapping his teeth kind of guys. Grabbing his balls. Yeah, and I think... I... I mean, like, I love Dana, David Tennant, and he did a good job. He did a good job with that character. With that character, but I don't like... It doesn't mean I have to like the character. It doesn't mean you have to like I the character. Because I really didn't. There really wasn't enough to it. Where except, I did, except... I'm like, no, 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 please. God, I hate it. Except the the, the secret that apparently no. his, his parents were murdered by a vampire. So fucking stupid. Stupid. So yeah. So oh, look at you, all grown up. And then so it was apparently, apparently stupid. Jerry was the vampire who killed his parents, or at least that's the illusion Come that they're on, making right Tom there. Tom Holland. Was that really like a good? Uh, no, that, that update. I, it was. I don't think. It, I it, I think they credited him with the story and with the original because he, he wrote well, the original movie. Well, he also wrote the screenplay for the for this one. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's. I'm. I'm. What's one of those things where I imagine it's probably that they were just like, what other like, what's a like. A reasonable way that we can like explain his obsession with vampires or his. I mean, things. I get it. It's not but... a good. I- it's not a good idea. There's there are some there are a lot of good ideas in the new one that I really like. But as far as how it was executed, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they're Peter. Yeah, the Peter Vincent. Like I feel Peter like Peter Vincent. It's it's that like in the original he has an arc. Yeah. Exactly. And... And, and he's also likable uh, to me from the start. Yeah, and like, in the remake, he doesn't. He's just an asshole who stays an asshole, who like kind of, you know, picks up his bootstraps after his girlfriend dies and is around for fifteen, twenty minutes, and that's really kind of it. Like yeah, yeah. And then he lets these underage teenagers use his, you know, house for sex to, to fuck it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just kind of oh well. No, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> I yeah, don't. yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, yeah. Like it's, yeah. It, it's one of the things about the new one that, that to me doesn't really work as well. And no. I think that there's, there, there had to be. I'm sure there, there's other ways that they could have updated the concept of the Peter Vincent character without that direction. Just because I yeah. just don't think it works. And also, like we were saying while we were watching it. What is what is his show even? It's like, like a magic that. show, but it also seems like it's like a play. Yeah. Because there's like play acting and yeah. also how why are vampires involved? It's it's like I don't even know. Yeah. Is that how Chris Angel shows are? I don't know. I fucking bet you, man. We should see Chris Angel. Oh my god, that guy. Um anyway. What uh, year is it? Two thousand six? I there was a point little Annie really liked Chris Angel. Oh man, mind freak, you know. Mind freak. Um, there's there was there were a couple of tricks he did on his show that were like that's really cool. Why did they do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I want to talk about the, our two Jerry's. The two Jerry's. Oh, the Jerry's. So um, they were, uh, I did like that cameo. I really yeah did. yeah. Chris Sarandon mm-hmm. pulls a, a good cameo in uh, as the a new victim. one as a victim. Yeah. Um, but um, I like. I like I like the original Jerry because I like uh, he's he's trying to be low key because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to cause a bunch of attention. He tries to be as charming as possible, which is like charming vampire, not a weird concept no, at all. No, no, no. And it's not just that he's handsome; it's that like he he's charismatic, and you'd think okay, he's if he's charming. if he's been around for like four hundred years or whatever, like he would have picked up on like okay, this is what people like. You know, mm-hmm. this is how this is how people don't 
suspect you. He knows how to reel them in. Right, yeah. and then uh, and yeah, and it, and is and I like that he has a I like the familiar. I like that. I it like make, it. And, it, and it's a concept it's that makes sense. It's an extension of his powers, you know, like just how they kind of erase. I mean, you could argue that, like in the remake, they just kind of switch things around, where like, P, like Peter Vincent instead has like this girlfriend rather than, um, you know, uh, what's his face, Jerry, Jerry ha- having, having, having having a familiar, and right. they just kind of you know scramble it up a little bit. But how about the death of that familiar? <laughs> That was that's pretty gnarly. It's gruesome as shit. Yeah, it's really gnarly. And I also, to me, I love one of the things I loved about it. Like you said, the original is scarier. The the one I and the one of the reasons I really love that 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 is that it, uh, they don't really go into what exactly he is. He's he's not really need to. That's part of the mystery. That's part of the mystery. What was he? What was he? Yeah, but it's but yeah, I think it's it's really great, and um, I like yeah, I like that, um. He, okay. There's a really interesting dynamic between Jerry and Amy in the in the first one, mm-hmm. especially in like the seduction in the, and like the club. Well, I mean, where, also in the first one, there's a little bit of um, an implication that like a past life kind or of or reincarnation thing, right? of some kind, or or at the at the very least, like he's he finds attraction to her because. You know, she looks similar to someone that he had been Whereas with before. Whereas in the remake, she he's just like she's know, hot she, and I, he's and hot she's young. And I'll, you know, I'll take that. Yeah, and, and he's this is my enemy's girlfriend that I'll use against him. Right. Um, um, but like with uh, I, in the club, there's like moments of back and forth where like he's kind of asserting, you know, the 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 you know the moves, the dance, the groping or whatever. Yes. But then but then but then there's a but then there's a clear moment where he's going for more and she stops him. And then she starts having more being more in command of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then even when um you know he so ha- it, it but that's the whole question it like is this is is she into it is this a spell is it not i think it's i think it's a combination of of the the mesmerism mm-hmm. aspect of of the vampire i think that's definitely in play because yeah, it makes yeah. that's just part of the the vampire toolkit mm-hmm. but i think it's also related to um just because sexuality's definitely tied into it you know because i mean like the first couple of victims are, you know, prostitutes or something like that, you know, that we see. Right, yeah. And so I would say that it's, it's like her seeing something like adventurous, exciting and something that she is desiring that she well, even tried to get out of her boyfriend, Charlie, but he wasn't there for her to do that. Well, yeah, because she, so in, that's another big difference, I think, that's really interesting between the original and the remake is that in the original, you know, Charlie's being kind of an asshole. It's like, man, we've been going out and, like, we still haven't done it, you know. Right. And, and, she, then, and pressuring her and she's really kind of not ready. And then it's kind of almost like this invigorating thing for her where she's, like, this really attractive guy is, who, like, is, actually wants to is give pursuing, this to me. Is pursuing me. And, and I'm yeah. also feeling it as well. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's not just the mesmerism; like it's it's there. Oh, and yeah. And then in the second one, uh, Charlie is the one who's not quite ready. Now that's 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 something that I really like about the new one. I, I think I think that I was agree. a good change. Mm-hmm. Um, but with 
just, especially with all like the douchebag bro with all, with, yeah, in, their, in, in it their yeah I think yeah. that's and that's a good way to set him apart as like he's not like those guys mm-hmm. um but uh the even so like yeah there's like a, there's like shifting dynamics between him and her and this in the moment when they're on the the rug in front of the fireplace yep. and things are about to to go there's a moment when like she kind of hesitates and stops him and he gives her this look like I will stop yeah uh, yeah and uh, but then, she, and then she yeah pushes pushes him on yeah and so it's this it's this interesting dynamic that is like at the very it, end, like, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, and she's yeah, and what I find, what I really like about that is, um, Amy has a has an arc, mm-hmm. in it, as well. Yeah. In, in that, yeah. And and she's um, you know, in like when she at the by the end, like, she becomes almost as much of a threat to mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. to their lives mm-hmm. as Jerry does. Mm-hmm. Um, with that awesome, uh, horrible mouth that she yeah, does, yeah, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is horrifying. So much better in the first one. Yes. So much yeah. better. Um, uh, but now so Jerry, so Jerry in the new one is Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell, um, very handsome man. Um, world renowned for his beauty. But something that I will say is... Aside from the first scene with him, uh, which he's is... He's just all out douchebag, isn't he? Yeah, aside from the first scene with him, where, like, he seems like he comes off as, like, oh, he can kind of talk charmingly enough to the mom and to the, to and the to girlfriend. The police, and even to yeah. him, well even, well, even to Charlie, when he talks about the shoes and stuff, it's, it's like, like... Nice kicks, man, or whatever. Puce. Puce. That was, because that was a joke. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was the color it puce. Like, it was like a tug at his masculinity. I guess. Yeah. But the thing is, he, he said puce before, so I think it was a way of trying to connect them. Like, oh, like, we both think on the same level or, right. or focus on the same things. And then... But then every scene after that, except mm-hmm. for like the scene we don't hear where he's talking to the police and you can kind of assume what he's saying to them about like, oh, he, the kid heard a scream? Well, I had a girl over here and she mm-hmm. was... Of you course know. I made her scream. Right. Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So aside from that and the first scene, every other scene with Colin Farrell... The, the way he speaks. The way he speaks, it's very awkward. It's very bro. It's very bro, but it's, but it's even bro of like... And it might be just be because of um, where Charlie is in the story, where like he's aware that this guy is the guy that they accused of being a vampire, mm-hmm. and so it's probably they 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 made sure that Colin Farrell was like going to behave in a way where it was like very clear, like he's acting weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, but I would say. But I really like that contrast. I like that he's clearly, you know, this toxic, like, that like that douchebag energy, I think, is, like, such a contrast between, like, oh, like, you see this beautiful man and then the way that he speaks. And it, it, even, like, at the fairly, you know, beginning of the movie where he's, like, kind of trying to get it. It comes over for the beers, right? Right. And then starts talking really inappropriately about his like his mom and his his girlfriend. mom and his girlfriend and how like they people are gonna want to fuck them and you have to protect them or like you can smell it you can tell that they're ripe and it's just gross and it's really gross and it's gross and it's one of those things where like 
is okay. I, I'm, and it's not clear to well, me. Well, it's also like this psychological, like, well, kind of it's not, domineering. Right. It's def, it's definitely this, like, power, like, aggressive uh-huh. thing. But to me, it's not clear whether or not it's trying to say that, like, bro-y men will talk that way to each other. Mm-hmm. Or because he's trying to, like, assert his dominance over Charlie. Right. Because he's kind of like, like you got to protect your women, man. Like, yeah. is, is it that he's be, that's why he's doing it to Charlie, and mm-hmm. it's not just a broy thing? Because I can't, I couldn't tell. Like, yeah, it's because because yeah. we get because we get a little bit of like a couple of bros in uh, Baby Franco and like one of his pals. Like, they're like sh- sh- one of them shows like a picture like, of a girl on his phone, right? Know, and like, so we don't he- you, and then even like uh, Ed is like, don't you have some sluts to fuck? And they're like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah actually and, I do. But so it's like, I guess that's what they're going at. But that see that makes me like Ed less because he said because he'll say say shit like that. I know he's trying to make fun of them, but he still uses that language. And 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 uh, yeah. one well, well reason that I'd say I like Charlie and and weirdly enough. We got cut off. We got cut off, and we don't know when yet, we so when. so we don't know how much we'll lose. Then I I hope that was some really good stuff that we got in. I hope not too much we, of it was lost. I don't think we got. I don't think I don't think we went too far over. What is it? Do you that. think we got cut off at? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um. Okay. Okay. So. Um, so how do you feel about Fright Night then? I like Fright Night. I like it's a good. I think they're both they're both enjoyable movies. I think uh, the vampire stuff in it is good in both. Oh, so something we were talking about that was absolutely cut off, mm-hmm. which was we both were kind of didn't weren't weren't real into the the inclusion of like the like the oh I can like the the big thing on the wall. Is this is like a symbol for a specific kind of vampire yeah, and yeah. that kind of thing? So, and you were saying like, oh, is that maybe to expand the lore? And I'm like, I guess, but really, so something. I think it was an excuse to put more vampires in it. Maybe. Maybe, but what I would, but here's the thing: is that like, you in my mind, you put more vampires in to stake more vampires to have more vampire killing mm-hmm. in it, but that's not their goal. Like, they only incidentally kill a couple of them because uh, he's got that stake gun that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then the sunlight, then the sunlight gets a couple of them. And sunlight killing a vampire, unless it's, like, the, at the end and it's this big climactic thing, mm-hmm. is not, like, fun vampire killing action. It's just right. not. It's just, yeah. like, a beam of light. Oh. Um, and he hisses at the And he hisses sunlight. at the light. <laughs> um, no, I... Th- okay, so one thing that I will say about the 20... 20- Eleven. Like sure. One of the, one of the things about the twenty eleven ness of this movie of the of the second Fright Night is. You don't want damn Um. Is that they really didn't want to go back to the traditional like a lot of the traditional vampire stuff. For instance, uh, they were like uh, vampires in a mirror. Fuck that. We're not going to do any of that mirror shit. Instead, we're going to use uh, digital video. Which, so vampires um, don't show up on digital video. It's To me, it's a very of its time with, thing to do. Yeah, yeah, which it's, I have a problem with. Because if you watch enough vampire shit like we have, we know that 
vampires just don't get caught on physical film, but they do get picked up on digital. Well, it's it because also, of the silver in the film, right? Or like it, the 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 the. Whatever, there's something in the film. There's something in the film. Yeah. That, yeah. It, it, things, One of the chemicals. Films, uh, films are in scripts that are more thought out. Think about mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Whereas this, it was just trying to find another way. A modern an, way. A modern way, a very modern way to ter- to prove that they were that they, he's a vampire. And that's, that was, they specifically came up with that to prove to Charlie, looking at the footage, oh shit, he's oh, a vampire. Shit. He doesn't show up on the fucking right. footage. Um, the, uh, symbol thing in the tribe, that is in place of Peter Vincent in the original one, uh, spotting that he doesn't have a reflection in the mirror. In his little pocket mirror. Yeah. Right. Which the thing is, the pocket mirror and, and th- that whole scene where he's, where he's trying to prove to Charlie that he's not a vampire, mm-hmm. um, or he's trying to help. Yeah. That is a total. It's completely cut out. Well, but it's also, it's intended to be an homage to the classic. Yeah, you know, all these classic films where, because mm-hmm. like in so many of them, there's a scene where like the the the, the vampire hunter or whatever. There's an oh shit moment. Like see, yeah. sees that he has no reflection, or like notices that he doesn't like the cross or something. There's some there's some mm-hmm. tell, and the mirror is the classic one. Yeah, of and course, so yeah. instead of so in place of the mirror, we get um, this weird like you know this because to me what it does is it alludes to. A written history of vampires, somehow. Yeah. And like yeah. they, they, and and um, uh, his girlfriend very briefly mentions how like he's acquired a bunch of like rare texts about vampires and stuff like yeah. that. So that's to explain why he knows that knows it. Like he's got all this shit. It explains why books, explain yeah. why he's an expert, but it also but that doesn't help just because it's like he's so resistant to to believing it. Well, I I kind of liked Peter Vincent more as like this kind of not necessarily fraud, but just like this person who really doesn't have any exper- real experience or real belief in any of this that this kid just kind of comes to uh thinking that he does and he's kind of like thrown into it well that's the original one yeah but i prefer that over this guy whose parents were killed by a vampire vampire. and just so happens to be the very same vampire and now he's a crackpot in las vegas i think one thing that another thing that i think the movie does a good job with is it does think about um the vampire operating in vegas I do really like that. I think that's really smart because it's like, oh, people are constantly active at night. People active at night, sleep during the day. Lots of people do it. It's a transient population. Mm. Although, so I think that there's smart choices, but it not it doesn't really utilize them. It's far from perfect, but it, there are so many great points about it. Yeah. But 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 one of the, one of the reasons that it doesn't use it that well is, um, New Jerry is. New Jerry. New Jerry. Colin Jerry. New Jerry is not subtle. No. He's not subtle, and he's clearly murdering people in his own neighborhood. Yeah. Real smart dude. Mm-hmm. He's murdering people, in, and the, they make a point of even saying that, oh, people don't live here, don't, don't live in Las Vegas. And it's like, why isn't he attacking tourists on the strip? Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, and, and also, as soon as... 
his neighbor's finally is a vampire. He blows up their house and then chases them down with his fucking truck. It's not subtle at all. No, and and this and the thing is, they can just tell the cops that like, yeah, our neighbor uh blew up our gas line and then chased us down in his truck. We yeah. And we got away. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even they have don't to bring have in the to say that stuff. he's a vampire. And, like, and, look at all the look at what he fucking did. So my question is, how come there's not caution tape out front of his house? Yeah. How come? How come? How come? How come? Doesn't look like the police or anybody is doing anything to stop this vampire or even to stop this lunatic. Yeah. And so there's, there doesn't seem to be any sign of that. So like that's something that kind of drops. But um. I really hope the part that we're talking about what a douchebag he is like didn't get cut out. Well, we can talk about it now again. Just mention it real okay, quick. Well, he's such a okay. So he's such a douchebag. He's such a douchebag. <laughs> so now yeah, the, it, 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 it compare yeah we were uh, yeah we compared. The Jerry's. The Jerry's. And we have char- We have charming, like, low-key Jerry in the first one, and then we have... They're predatory in such different ways. And Yeah, and he, he's predatory in the, like, he is going to trick you into, mm-hmm. like, trusting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, uh, new Jerry is... He's so much more of a bro. He's, he's aggressive. Yeah. Um, he, he is, he is asserting his, his power over you. And I think that that's... The second one is more about violence. Right, yeah. As we, yeah, yeah, as we, as we said, that when it comes, there's the sexuality component to it because it's vampires. Mm -hmm. First version is a sensuality. It's enticing. It's attractive. It's, it's, it's something alluring about being a vampire and about the involvement of vampires Mm -hmm. and the second one vampirism is more this uh aggressive form of power and control Mm -hmm. over people um and so like it's yeah it's like this weird like sexual control that it seems to like be asserting that's what i do of course um but yeah as far as vampire movies go they there's there's i think they're both solid in terms of the vampire stuff um what are the things that you don't like about each of them? I mean, we've discovered, like, we've, we've it, it discussed depends. so many, but, like, um, in a little list. I mean, in a little list, I would say the, the, the cons about, say, the original is, I think, there's there's definitely some dated, like, sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the even the lines that, like, Charlie's given when he's like, come on, we've been dating for, like, a year. Right. And we're not going to, you know, we're not going to do it. You're not it. putting out. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it's like, okay, that's... Like we that's don't. Very mean, it's very nineteen eighty five. It's very nineteen eighty five. I mean, he, he the next line out of his mouth is like, "I'm sorry," I you know, mm-hmm. like I you know, and he's but then then she's super on it after that. And, and then of course he you know sees that there's a cop and being taken down to his basement. And he gets right. focused yeah. on that. Yeah. But um, like your girlfriend's th- ready to fucking go. Right. Um. I think the mom could be could have been a better character. Could have been a little bit more interesting. Something more going on there. Um. And, uh, I don't, I mean, I honestly, part of me would like, would have liked to have seen at least one scene of Ed interacting with other kids at school and getting bullied. Yeah. Just to further cement that he's, he's treated as being different and he's ostracized for it. The thing was, is that I always assumed that... He would be. That, I mean, like, in the original, I assumed that... Like, Ed and Amy and Charlie were just all buddy-buddy together, and 
that I didn't think that Ed had any trouble. Right. You know, like up, like I did. It wasn't clear to me at all that he had any trouble or was bullied or was, you know, regarded as different or weird and or any way. Well, I, except for being called evil. That's right. it. And then at least in the second one, we we see him we getting see bullied. that like he's not liked that people are violent with him that he gets picked on and that mm-hmm. he's angry. Right. Yeah. I think so I think I think the second one shows how people mistreat him. Mm-hmm. And so why he would like, "Oh, I can have power over the people that have mistreated me." And so I think yeah, it's definitely a power fantasy in the mm-hmm. second one. Um but I mean, so like but that's very to me very minimal in terms of things I didn't like with the or um the original um with a sequel i keep saying sequel there is a sequel and we're gonna do that later oh my god but the but the the remake um i feel like uh charlie's character is not that interesting of a person he's just he's just kind of an everyman like nice guy and like i like nice people i like nice guys nothing wrong with this guy trying to kill vampires but He's not. He's not particularly charismatic or compelling. Uh, unfortunately, he's not different enough. Right. I mean, there's, um, there are no like really different qualities about him. Um. I think Jerry's too unsubtle. Yeah. I think. I think. Uh, it's too dark. Visually, like, visually, it's too it's dark. Too dark. Uh, the pe- the whole like Peter Vincent's character as a whole doesn't work for me. Like like what he is exactly what love Fright David Night Tenet. is. Like I like David Peter, Tennant, but don't I don't like, like that Peter Vincent. Like mm-hmm. I, I, me just spitting out here. I think it would make more sense to me if Fright Night, if he was, if Peter Vincent in this version was like a horror author, like a Stephen King, and Fright Night was like a series of books that he did, and so he's and he knows a lot about vampires, but he's just like I'm just a horror writer. It would have like, been so much better, I think, if, if he was if. Know this Peter Vincent were and rather than being like you're fucking crazy get out of my house he would have been all about it like I've been waiting for this Mm -hmm. like fucking show me the vampire rather than you know being like I don't dismissive because the thing is is, that's what happened in the in the first one and so I would I I would yeah I would have liked to have seen yeah and that's Mm -hmm. see that that's more interesting to me is where he's like you found a vampire, a real Are you vampire, me? and like fucking take me there. Yeah, it's just all about it, kind of geeking out about it. Like that mm-hmm. sounds like fun and interesting, it but it's a lot better. But I also think that it's uh, it's about being true. It's to the too, it's too, but it's all. I don't know. I don't. I think it's Maybe. just. I think it's just this movie was trying really hard to be dark and serious, and it's really not and hip. Oh, the, it was trying really hard to be him. The the music choices were very of its time, yeah. and even the end credits are kind of embarrassing. Yeah, and that, what was it, 99 Problems and, and a Bitch, bitch ain't, ain't One. Yeah, so, like, it's, which doesn't make sense to me. No. Um, why that's the end song. Um, 99 Problems and a Bitch Ain't One. But, uh, and I, I honestly, I think uh, the execution of Ed's character didn't really work for me, especially... After seeing the original, it affected me a lot less. Where the first time I saw it, I thought it was really sad. And I guess it was more sad because I liked the actor, but not so much because I actually liked the character. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he seems like, like, he's, he's, I think there's a good choice in casting. I just think that, like, 
I've, I've seen that character that actor be way more charming in other things and mm-hmm. at least likable where likable this, doofus yeah. likable doofus yeah which that to me would have been a better way of playing this but yeah. this movie it seems like it, it it really wanted to be precise with its jokes mm-hmm. which I think is important for a horror movie yeah you don't want to have people laughing while they're supposed to be scared that's yeah. a really important thing um and uh but yeah I just think that he just he didn't vibe with me um mm-hmm. but I think the movie's fun um I like I like the the kind of flash the, the ending when he like suits up it's, it's just cool. very 2010, 2011. It is. A, a lot of the action, the CGI doesn't work. Doesn't, it really it, doesn't. It doesn't hold up. It's, it looks kind of rubbery, and, but also it's just like, it's not as... The vibe. It's the, the, the vibe. vibe the, yeah. And I just say the original one has a lot better atmosphere. It does. And that's just because it's not just dark. It's yeah, like yeah. There, there, there's 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 a very... creepy old fucking house with mist and shit coming out. Right, of it but also and... uh, this one of the one of the great atmosphere scenes is when um, uh, Jerry's stalking Ed, mm-hmm. and he's like going through the alleys, and there's like the 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 smoke and mist, and he he comes up on him, and Probably I think that really, really works. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, a lot of the actions it's very jittery. Like, it's a lot of times it's not exactly clear what's happening. Also, the second one is much faster paced. Right. And like we said, because the the, the first one, the, the the entire first half is dedicated to, like, everyone is, like, sh- you know... You're not... You're, 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 cra- you're like, crazy, Charlie. Like, crazy, this isn't happening. Whereas in the, 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 the remake, not the sequel mm. or the second, it's that... Um, he catches on so fast where he's like, oh, you know, I'm a vampire. You're fucking dead. Yeah, and I'm going to kill you and I'll yeah. blow up your house and your your mom and your girlfriend. Yeah. So, like, that, yeah, that's that's why it kicks off so fast. And while I like the idea of, like, a, a, which is a, it's a unique way of attacking a vampire, which is, like, I'm going to light myself on fire and strap myself to him. I get it, yeah. I get it. It Execution-wise, it, it was just this seem, mess of, it like... Didn't seem plausible even i don't even know what he how he's strapping himself to him yeah i was like what exactly are you hooking hooking to what are you hooking to his his belt loop like what's happened and then even then i feel like it's also visually very just like sporadic i i i I mean even at least in the original like when he turns in that gnarly bat thing it's so badass and we don't get that no yeah um it's just the gnarly bat thing. Like, a lot of the times... We miss out on so much, like, the, the gnarly bat thing and then also the death of the familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Super gnarly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and just all the, the little transformations of things here and there. And, and, again, like, Ed getting burned by the cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, with, my God, it's 1 a.m. It's all right. Uh, it's yeah, it's yeah. It's almost the witching hour. The vampires are going to come. That's right. Okay, keep going. That's the important part. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I think... Um, uh, yeah, so they both they both have they both have issues. They both have things that I think could could be could be improved, but I enjoy them both. And as vampire movies, I think they're they're both good. They both kind of do justice to to vampires. I think yeah, like the modern ones, more modern. Like we're gonna peel back some of the the weird mystical things. Like we're not gonna focus on like garlic and yeah and running water and but how, other shit. how would you say this uh these vampires hold up to your ideal vampire dan 
Um, I would say uh, I like the... No, there's no smarmy Draculas. <laughs> there's no smarmy Draculas, which is fucking... Which is a whole I other episode. That. A whole other episode. <laughs> no, I think um, I like... I like Chris Sarandon's uh, Jerry. I think he's he's up there with like vampires that I really like. Oh, um, really? I, this yeah. is a vampire that you like. I really like Jerry just because I think again I think it's he seems like somebody who he's been doing this for a while and he's good at it. And it's just that like this kid keeps fuck like fucking things up for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those meddling kids. Um, well, and all, yeah, and he just, he gets the wrong people involved and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But, like, I just, I like that, yeah, that he, he, he's got somebody who can take care of things during the day. He's got, um, you know, one of the things that I find really interesting, and I think I know why they did it, is uh, this is a vampire that can eat regular food. He eats apples, apples. and oranges and... Is it just apples that we see? It's mostly apple. It's apples and and, and like it's one of those things. Or something. Right, yeah, like or, yeah. There's like a pear or something that he cuts up. But I think the reason they do that is I think twofold. I think one For is his power. Like he's so powerful, he can eat regular food. I, I I don't think I don't think this version of vampires. I don't even think that's necessarily a an issue at all. I don't think it's they can just eat blood because there's a lot of there's a lot of different stories like in in movies and whatever where it's like they can only eat blood, you know, like what we do in the shadows. If they, he eats a French fry, he pukes and he barfs blood for mm-hmm. miles, you know. So like there's that kind of rule where like you can only eat blood, um, you can't have anything else. But then there's other ones where like they'll you know they can eat whatever you know like. Lost Boys, even mm-hmm. like they're they're like they can eat other food, mm-hmm. you know, um, but um, I think it's one to give try to give Charlie a reason not to suspect him because he's eating apples. He's he's, he's like a normal guy. Yeah. But I also That's feel also I think the imagery of the apple is essentially temptation. Is he's a tempter? He's a serpent. He's even on the co- that makes me think. Even on the cover of Twilight, originally it was an apple, right? You know, like an apple in two hands. Like, right. It's yeah. like this uh, fragility. The, yeah. It, well, it's 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 yeah. It's yeah, and it's um, it's not it's virginity, but it's also it's like knowledge. Purity. It's like the, the, this is what this is because that's what it's, well, that's what the apple's about. It's about knowledge. Knowledge is power. And is uh, my is, secret, is, or even yeah. forbidden knowledge. Mm-hmm. And he's eating, he's eating the forbidden knowledge, you mm-hmm. know, and so it's, that's the idea, I guess that's, that's something imagery wise. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I think these are great. I think these are, these are fun vampire movies. Um, these are essentials. I think they're essentials. Um, I, uh, the 1985 one is the one I like more. Yeah. Hands um, down. and, um, always going to love evil Ed. R.I.P. Evil Ed. Evil Ed is... Well, one thing, I don't know if you heard, at the end of the movie, you hear his laughter. He said, like, at the very end, you're so cool, Bruce. But even before then, because right at the very end, when he's passing by the window, he sees the eyes in the house. So maybe it could, that could be So that's, that's the... I think that they were just kind of alluding, just because he did get the stake pulled out of him. Mm-hmm. He did. He didn't burst into flames. He didn't burst into flames, but also he was maybe a lesser vampire. Oh, he also did get hit by the sun, mm-hmm. and that would probably burn you up. Yeah, I the 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 sunlight hitting you, or like the 
the um, vampire bane, whatever it is, a steak or mm. thing, and you know, or sunlight or whatever, or garlic hitting you and then bursting into flames or ash is a very, uh, it's a very '90s thing. In my opinion, like the it's a th- it's like in older ones it would happen, but it was like slower. But I would put it at the feet of say something like um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I haven't seen the movie. Well, that or the show. Or I mean, I've seen like five episodes of the show. Well, the show's the show is a very good show. I like the show a lot. Um, I think it's, it's great. Very 90s. It's very ninety. Well, yeah, but and you're a child and you don't like old things, so. I like lots of. I like the. I enjoy the music of Journey and Cher. <laughs> so. I thought those are nineties things. Um, I enjoy looking at pictures of Britney Spears. Oh okay, got you. Okay, anyway. Uh, Hello Kitty. Anyway, like, and that, that's something that happens in, in Buffy is like she'll stake something and they'll just, and I, I think it's a way of ex, of explaining why she does why she doesn't constantly have to explain to the police why there are a bunch of dead people with, you know, stakes through their hearts. Yeah, and there are also no consequences like, so in either movie in either movie of like in the remake like Ed dies and we don't and we meet his parents right. That's a big and, difference, is that we, we meet his parents We meet his one. parents, and the there are no consequences to his death, like, where's Ed, like, where's his body, what happened, nothing. I can, could, I could, I could guess maybe that there's, like, an, a deleted scene somewhere where, like, Anton Yelchin's character is like, I wanted to tell you something, like, you know, like, Ed disappeared or whatever. Or well, what, I mean, I even in the original, though, like, there's... You know, mom doesn't come home like, what the hell happened to my staircase? You know? Why is there, why is, why is there blood dead? everywhere? Why is Ed dead on the ground? Why is Ed dead? Why is there blood everywhere? It's something what? where I think it's one of those things where you, you've hit your climax of killing the vampire and saving Amy, you know, and also redeeming Peter Vincent. Like, it's like high note. You want to, you you know, you don't want to, you know, trail off. Mm-hmm. You just want to like, all right, we hit our high Leave it. End. Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, no consequences. So it's it's just one of those things where it's also I think it's a very fun movie. It and, is. And I, I I always enjoy watching it. So. Okay. Well, are you gonna walk me out to my car so the vampires don't get me? I'll walk you out to your car so the it's vampires won't get you. Okay. Well, hopefully you'll find what are, out. What are we gonna do next time? Ooh. Um. Well, we did a movie that I guess you hadn't seen plus one you did. Mm-hmm. Um. We should not do, like, we went so over time. We need right. to do one movie we next time. We need to do time. one movie next time, and... Lessons you learn. Did you want to do something that I haven't seen? Yeah. We should do one that neither of us have seen. Sure. Yeah, what do you think? Well, I... I we can... There's this one movie called Work Sucks that has really high ratings on Amazon Prime. Work Sucks? And it's about, yeah, this, like, guy, and his boss is a vampire. Okay. And it's fairly recent. Oh, boy. Like, from, like, five years ago. Interesting. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye, don't everybody. get, um, don't get sucked. Don't. <laughs> <laughs>